Welcome to another episode of NY Jets Fans Podcast with host Darren Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, your Jets Fans Podcast. Um, before I get started, um, I want to say happy two-year anniversary to us. Um, I did not know that today was two years of doing this podcast, and we're going to keep on going. We ride until the wheels fall off. So congratulations to Literally. you, Chris, and Sharman. Uh-huh. Not just myself, but, you know, also it's all three of us. So now that we got that out the way, yeah, thank you. Now that we got that out the way, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're going to try to not make this long. So let's get started. Uh, Chris, could you give us an injury update on the New York Jets? Uh, well, a lot of guys were coming back healthy, you know, after, uh, after there were a bunch of a, a rash of injuries, it seemed like. But we're starting to get everybody back. It seems like. We're going to have all the starters for week one. Um, I don't know if you include Mims as a starter, but I don't think you're going to see him start much anyway early on because he's missed so much. But he's supposedly he's coming back for week one as well. Um, I know May sat out yesterday or today, but I think that was more precautionary since we're so close to the season starting. Um, so I, I think we're going to be pretty much healthy. Other than Perryman, Perryman seems like, the bigger injury and it seems like it's getting worse you know it's, it seems like it's worse than what they first reported like it wasn't going to be major but now you know and he does have knee injuries in his past so this could be a problem with him but we'll see but it seems like we are getting healthy it seems like we're back to I think our start is being healthy at least um, so that's a good thing you know a week to go before the season starts. Yeah, uh, na- another name I think that's important is uh, the the cornerback we traded for uh, from the Colts, um, Pierre Desir. Uh Yes, he has been out for a while. I think he was back on the field today um, for the first time in a while, and he was also um, interviewed, and he was saying how he was happy to be back. Um, uh, I think, like Chris said, we're going to have a lot of uh, the starters coming back, um, mostly. Um, like Chris said, I also agree with Chris on, on um, what you said about Mims. Um, Mims has never really, has never even really practiced, so maybe he might he might not start week one, but we'll see where that goes. Um, but for the most part, there was a there was a rash of injuries at first, and like always, there's a few people out there taking pot shots at Adam Gaze. It's all his fault, and whatever it was, but then not realizing that this whole uh, situation is just for every team. Every team is basically going through the same thing, and there's a rash of injuries for everybody. Um, luckily, most of it was was not really bad uh, for the Jets. So little by little, a lot uh, most of our starters are going to come back. Other than the Perryman situation, I think everybody will be back. Yeah. Uh, since um, since we're talking about Mims um, and Perryman. Uh, about Sanu being released, I'm seeing some Jets fans saying, uh, should we give Sanu a shot? Do y'all think we should give him a shot, and why? Uh, I don't – Sharman probably won't agree, but I would <laughs> – I mean, you bring him in. I mean, you got nothing uh, – since we don't really have the depth at wide receiver, I mean, to bring in a veteran, that wouldn't be a bad idea in, in my mind. I know he's not great. I know he's not what he used to be, you know. Um but um, in this season with COVID and the way the injuries are starting to pop up or that have been popping up, I don't think it's a bad idea to bring him in. But 
I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I um, I, I you think I wouldn't agree with you? I actually agree with you. Um, when oh, you're okay. dealing with a situation, <laughs> when you're dealing with a situation like this, um, where you don't know, um, what's gonna happen next, and you have you're you lacking depth the way the Jets are right now, you need to check on the every rock. You know, you have to look at every situation. So, even if I'm very, you know, I think it's I think it's kind of uh, weird that he is was on a team that basically just have rookies other than Nikhil Harry that, that had, and he's still a rookie in my mind because he hasn't really started a bunch of NFL games himself. Um, there's nobody there, no veteran. And they, they cut the only veteran. Something's got to be up with that. So, um, but I would still, still take a look. Yeah. I, do. I think in this overall, you know, with all these injuries that we, freaking getting wide receiver wise we just you know it doesn't hurt to give him a shot i mean i, I don't know and, you know it's either him or demarius thomas you know which one you can't there lose you with either one <laughs> you yeah, know? try something yeah right. at least you have the depth hurt. yeah yes, sir. exactly um let's get let's get into some nfl news man um and Gakwe got traded to the vikings but the interesting point is that he didn't sign his franchise tender. Uh, instead, he signed a one-year deal for $12 million instead of signing a $17.8 million tender, which was crazy to me. Um, and it was the trade was for a third, was for a second round um, and a fifth round that could potentially come up to a third round. Then you got Leonard Fournette. They released Leonard Fournette, and then <laughs> – Fournette signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then they just maybe an hour ago just traded safety Ronnie Harrison to the Cleveland Browns. And it just seems like they just cleaning so much house, and they tank, they tanking. Tank. So, uh, Sharman, yeah, yeah, tanking. So, uh, Sharman, um, what what is what's so crazy about the Jags uh, trying to execute this game plan? It's just plain old crazy. Um, I think, I think there's some, there's some, um, ridiculous, uh, information about the Browns that, about the Jaguars that you wouldn't believe, but I think they ended up picking in the first, in the top 10, five years in a row. So you have that kind of talent and you didn't create one superstar and kept and kept him for yourself. I mean, that has to say a lot about your front office and about your ownership and about your organization on the whole, that you couldn't keep together a team that you basically built from the ground up makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, so, so that's on the Jaguars side. Um, the, the Fournette thing, I think, yes, like a lot of these other guys that they, they basically build on the organization for, uh, for whatever reason. But I think he, highl- he uh, um, highlighted the issue of running backs in the league. And I think also... Uh, whatever issue the Saints are having with Kamara, it's the same thing where they, where teams just don't want to pay running backs anymore. Um, there's a, a, a handful of contracts that are 14 with, I think, Bell is 13.1. I think, uh, who else? I think um, Ezekiel Elliott and, um, and the newly minted, uh, what is he, 14 point something man uh, runs CMC. Um, for Carolina, 
I think these guys are getting paid, but I, I, I think that's the end of that. I don't think anybody's going to be doing that anymore. I think they're going to, people are going to be just trying to trade running backs, get running backs from the draft, get young guys. And uh, that's how it's going to be, you know, but back to, um, I knew the Browns who needed, needed DB help. Uh, so they would do something. I just did not, uh, I'm, I still can't fathom the lengths that the Jags are going to clean house. I don't understand how they figure that if they get rid of the, the players that they're going to change the culture. I think the culture is built from the, from the top down. So if something is wrong in the front office, if something is wrong in ownership, or no matter how many players you bring in, it's just going to, it's just going to fester. So we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, they're basically doing what uh, Miami did last year, right? They're basically starting over, but here's the difference with Jacksonville is they still got Marone. So unless they're going to get rid of Marone after this year and start over with a new coach, I could see that. That, to me, would make more sense. But to start over and you still got the same coach, I, I don't know if that's really the best choice. You know, I, if, if I'm the Jags, yeah, okay, you want to clean house, you want to, you know, like we said earlier, tanking. If that's what you want to do, go for it. You know, but I think to me, if you're going to start over, start over with a new coach. You know, clean house totally after this year, you know, start over and bring in a new coach, new system. Uh, the new coach could come in, have all these uh, draft picks, and he's got basically an open palette to, you know, to make his own team up. And um, to get back to the original trade with Ngakwe, I, I thought it was a good trade for Minnesota. And they got him for money-wise a little less, you know, like $6 million less. They may not be able to resign him. You know, because who knows where he wants to go? He's going to be a free agent after this year. So that's the that was the the chance they they took. But you know what? Minnesota's got a good team. You know, and they lost Griffin, or they they didn't resign Griffin, so they had to replace him. And you got one of the better pass rushes in the league in Ngakwe. He's not great against the run, but you know what? Against rushing the passer, he's he's one of the best. So I thought it was a good move. And you know, for it's Jet a fans, uh, just okay. No, I just wanted to point out, um, I, think, I think you need to add the fact that um, Daniil Hunter, one of the better pass rushers in the league, is on the, uh, right on the other side. Hmm. <laughs> so, so block, yeah, in, in, yeah, in plus in blocking situations against, uh, against the Vikings, you're going to have yeah, a problem. I was just going to say more for the, you know, the Jet fans that were saying, oh, why didn't we try to get Ngakwe? <laughs> why do we, like, at this point in the, in the, you know, like, why are we giving up draft capital for a guy, we may not be able to sign after this year. If we were able to trade, trade for him and then sign him, yeah, I would, I would, you know, think about doing that. But there's no reason, like, okay, we bring him in. Okay, now what? Are we that much better that we're now we're Super Bowl contenders and we're going for it because we got our pass rusher? No, we got plenty of more holes to fill. And we said it from the very beginning. We said this was going to take a couple of years at least to get you know, to finally rebuild and to fix the mess that Mac left. Right. So Douglas has got a plan and he's, he's going with it and it's going to take a couple of years. This is year two, or this is really year one, his first yep. off season. So yes, we sir. have to give him another year. I, I think next year. Yeah. You know, we're going to be better. We're, we're gonna, we'll be in a better position to make a move like that, where one guy might put us over the top, you know, depending on how our off season goes. But right now it, to me, it didn't make sense, you know, to make that move. Um, I, 
So I totally agree with you. Um, I um, we're not one player away from going anywhere. No, we still need we still need to figure out what we have here, and this season is going to tell us a lot. And and if the issue was only what Mac did to us, then yes, it would take just it would de- take less than a few years. But because of bad GM and bad front office for so long, <laughs> even before Mac. Yeah, it's gonna take a little while, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta give Douglas a little time to get this thing, this ship righted. Right. Yeah, I think it's just crazy to the point that the Jags was trying to trade for net since spring, <laughs> since before the draft, and, and nobody fun. didn't want to give him an offer. They didn't want to give no offer for Fournette. So, and and Tampa Bay just gonna... got him for a steal. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna go. I think he's gonna do well in Tampa. You know he could share he could share um, carries with uh, what's his name Jones. Yes. So, I, I, yeah. So I I think that was a good move. And hey, and uh, what's the name? Uh, the coach. Uh, he said he said um, Jones was the starter. Is still going to be the starter even though they signed Fournette. But I think they'll they'll share it like half and half and see who see you know like see who got the better game. Like if Fournette has a good game, like just keep him in. You know. And McCoy is still there too. Yes. Yeah, so we can't forget about that. I think, I think, I think, I think people are discounting as good as a of a runner that uh, Fournette is. I think they're discounting that fact that he's a pretty good receiver of the football himself. Oh yeah, I think he had like, I think he had like sixty something receptions last year. If I'm if I'm wrong, I could be wrong, but um, yeah, he he he's gonna he he's 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 gonna be a different. Uh, a multi-dimensional running back for them. Definitely. You know, he could definitely cause an issue. Yeah. Right. And I think it's still crazy to the fact that, you know, when the Jags or somebody does it, nobody really complains on them. But when it's the Jets, it's like we're the circus in town. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, but we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> what's, um, just like Kamara, uh, we we just spoke on Kamara's contract. Um, let's also talk about mixing contract. He said he wanted to play with uh, Joe Burrow, signed an extension. Uh, man, um, how important was it for Cincinnati to get the get the deal done for uh, mixing? To me, that's that's yeah. That, to me, that's cut and dry, man. That um, mixing is basically one probably one of their more talented players on their roster. They needed to keep him around. Um, um, he is one of the more talented running backs in the league. Um, I think a lot of people don't pay attention to him because he plays for Cincinnati. But if you pay attention to him, he's a pretty dangerous. Uh, he's gonna, he's a pretty dangerous guy. So I think I think they did what they had to do to keep him around. Yeah, it's a good move. You know, next year a lot of these backs were going to be free agents. That next next off season is going to be a busy market for the uh, top running backs. So. You know what? Sign them now because next year you might get into a bidding war with somebody, and you're going to pay a little bit more than what you wanted. So, you know what? You bring him in. He got a pretty decent deal, and it makes sense. You know, you could build around him and and borrow. I, I agree to that. Um, let's 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 move along. Oh man, Chris Kirk Cousins. Um, <laughs> if I die, Uh-oh. I die. <laughs> um, but, I, I didn't even want to talk about this guy to be I honest. I know, but 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 we have to talk. But we have to speak on it a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. like what what the hell is Kirk Cousins thinking, man? <laughs> you know what? I, I seen an article. I seen a headline that said he was gonna 
he wanted to, you know, basically explain what he meant. You know what? You're an idiot. You, you, during this time, just don't say stupid. Like, say things that is just so stupid. You know, like, ugh, I'm just tired of it. Just move on. Kirk Cousins an idiot. Simple as that. I, I am, I'm gonna just leave it alone because um, I think, I think, I think under the circumstances, like Chris said, I think people, people are just not aware. Is that the word? How are you, how are you not aware? I don't understand. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, but it seems like the only way you would make a, a comment like that is because you're, you're 3D unaware of your of the circumstances i don't get that that's as far as i'm gonna go okay <laughs> i don't know what's going on with that there you go mm. wow um i think i think <laughs> it's not taking it as serious as a lot of us people are and yes you know and i don't you know and i'm not gonna say say nothing to 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 make the make it bad but you know this would hopefully hopefully he didn't hopefully he didn't mean it and that's all i'm gonna say about that um, now a better a better topic for you, Chris. Uh, Zach, uh, for what was being reported an hour ago from Ian Rappaport, um, Zach Ertz um, and the Eagles are far along, like far out of contract talk. Uh, they said they offered him less money than the money that they offered him in uh, November, and it's way lower than than what Austin Hooper got with the Browns. What what's going on with this situation? Well, you know what, he's probably looking for at least that, and he. He's probably looking for money closer to, I'm not going to say what, what Kittle is getting, uh, but I think he wants to get in between Kittle and Cooper, like more than Cooper, but less than Kittle. So somewhere in that range. Um, I, I think he's a guy, I know the Eagles are in a really bad salary cap situation. And next year we, we've been talking about it. It might drop down to like 175. So the Eagles are in bad shape salary cap wise. So I'm sure that's why they're coming in a little bit low, but they got to figure out a way to keep this guy. I mean, I know they got Goddard waiting in the wings, but um, they, they got to figure out a way to get him in somehow under the cap. He's a guy that you build around. I know he's not that he's old, but he's been around a few more years than, uh, than some of these other guys. He's close to 30, I think, or he's about 30 now. So um, it, it makes sense to bring him in. I don't know why, I mean, to, to re-sign him. Uh, but I understand that they're in, they are in some pretty bad situation, uh, salary cap situation. So that's the reason why they're being a little bit, you know, all right, we'll just give you this much. It is, you know, he's going to turn 30 in November. So between that and their salary cap situation, I know Jeffries is, his, his contract is a mess. And he's not help, he's not even practicing yet, so that's another headache they got to deal with. So, but um, he's a guy that they they got to figure out a way to get him in. He's too popular. He's a leader on the team. They they got to figure something out. The guy is all what you said. Plus, he's probably their most potent weapon. So why would you lowball him? Right. He's been so consistent for them. NFL teams always have a way to circumvent the cap. Yep. There is there are multiple examples of teams circumventing the cap. Um, um, recently I read one, I, it can't come to mind for some reason, and it was like it was hilarious. But anyway, the fact that they're lowballing the, 
the guy makes no sense to me um, for what he's done for them and what he could do for them. He's still very a very dangerous, basically uncoverable tight end in the league, even if he's getting older. So um, I don't know. I think that's bad business in my opinion, but we'll see. Uh, Eagles need to get their shit together. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, before we get into our uh to our NFC conference, uh, Vegas win loss bets. Um, Charmin, the Dolphins is listening to offers for Josh Rosen. Oh uh, man, which team do you think could could take on Josh Rosen? We know he's not going to oh. be a starter, but maybe a maybe a backup role. Like, which team do you think you could see him with? Oh man, uh, I mean, the thing the thing about the whole Josh Rosen thing that kind of that's that that's the whole story bothers me is that he hasn't really proven that he could be anything but a second or third string guy. So what are you trying to do? Unless uh, Carolina, um, who else, man? I mean, who's desperate for it, that? Got, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. This, this is this is confusing, in my opinion. You know, unless this this is the Dolphins um, throwing uh, mud against the wall, trying to get it to stick. I I don't I don't really get it. You know. I, I think I think I thought if anything, going into a season where everything is so, you know, compact and everything is so hurried, if anybody wanted a backup quarterback, they would be they would have tried to do it earlier. I think they would have reached out to him already. Right. That's what I'm saying. This this story makes absolutely no sense to me. Why now? Unless I, there's a major injury. I haven't heard anything. So um this is a pretty confusing situation. I just think you know what? He's a guy that they, they don't look at as a future part of the team because they got to, uh, you know, you got Fitzpatrick that's going to get them through this year, and that's all they really need, you know, for now. I mean, I know with this season, with the injuries and COVID, you would think, all right, let's keep, let's keep an extra veteran guy around. But like, like you said, Charmin, I mean, he hasn't proven anything. So I don't think any team's going to give them much, if anything, for him. So teams will just like, unless they're desperate for a quarterback, I don't think any team's going to offer him anything. They'll wait till he gets cut eventually, and then they'll scoop him up then if they really want him. But I don't even know who would want him at this point because he's proven nothing. <laughs> so, except that he was drafted in the first round. That's all he's got. He's done nothing on, on the field. So, who would want him? First round we'll bust. See. Yeah. About, right about now, that's all he is, bro. We haven't yeah. seen anything else. That's what it sounds like to me. Um. Let's do let's do our uh, let's do our little win loss Vegas bets. Um, AFC East, we got the Dolphins. Um, six wins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going under. I, I don't. They're still rebuilding, and I don't know what they're gonna get out of Tua. The big thing with them this year is is at one point when does Tua take over? What are they going to get, you know, like, what do you see out of him and stuff like that? So I, I, I don't think this, you're not going to get a many Fitzmagic moments this year. So I'm going to go under the six. I say, I, I think it, this, you remember guys, I, I kept saying over and over again, I don't really understand why so many NFL pundits 
kept saying that Dolphins will win more games or win the same amount of games as the Jets or something like that. I kind of went in and kind of dug into their roster a little bit. And um, a couple names took stuck out to me, right? Because I totally forgot about this. They have one of the best corners in the league. Then they tie, then they then they got Jones from 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 Dallas. Um, the the corner from Dallas. They have uh, Devontae Parker, one of the better wide receivers in the league. He had over twelve hundred yards last year, nine touchdowns. And they have Preston Williams, who's very talented wide receiver. But he, I think he had some kind of either an ankle or ACL injury last year. He only played eight games. So he's coming back. Um, a whole revamp um, offensive line that's more talented than what they had last year. Uh, they got in a bunch of pass rushes and stuff like that. So, they, so Vegas is basically saying they could win one more game than they won last year because they won five last year. Right, uh, that makes sense to me. To me, to me, that makes sense. To me, six makes sense to me. Six, not more than six. To me, six on the head, on the nose is some is something I would look at them maybe doing. So five or six is kind of where I'm at with the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with under. Um, it's, I don't expect fist fist magic to do, any, do nothing. No, Charmin, what's that? So you got to give me over and under. <laughs> There's no yeah, last week. Yeah, last okay, week I saw okay, the hit the all even. Right. And, yeah. All right, all right. I'll That's go under. I'll go under. I'll there go under. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got the Jets. Uh, six six point five. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go first because I'll be the the bearer of bad news. Um, I personally think they're gonna go under. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain. I think they're going to be a better team, and they're heading in the right direction. But to me, with the schedule, it's going to be super hard to squeeze out, uh, what you say, six and a half. So it's going to be hard to squeeze out seven wins. I know a lot of people were like, oh, we're going to win. You know, we could, we could win the division this year. We could get in the playoffs. I don't see it. I just don't see it this year. With Perryman going down, the receivers are just not that good. You know, we got holes at receiver. Um, defense is, is going to be good, but we lost Adams. I mean, it's good. And we don't have Mosley. That was huge. If we had Mosley, I would have thought about going over. But um, I just don't see, see it. And so since, all the so people – uh-huh, Go ahead. I was going to say, for all the people that complain about Gase and they say he's the worst head coach in the league and he should be fired, so now we're going to say, okay, he sucks – He's the worst coach in the in the world, but he's going to turn this team that won seven games last year with the first or second toughest schedule in the league. He's going to turn this team and they're going to win eight, nine, ten games and get into the play. <laughs> Does that make it? I don't think that makes sense. So yeah, well, well, from from what you what they're saying, yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. So for me, but but, but let's do let's do this little exercise then. Right, right. Mm-hmm. First game, Bills. Win or lose? I'm going to say lose. Second game, San Francisco. Win or lose? Lose. Third game, Colts. Win or lose? Lose. Fourth game, Denver. Uh, it's at home, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe a win there. 
Maybe. Yeah. All right. Let's go with a win there. And and then the car and then the Cardinals. Uh, uh they got a win there. Okay, so you say they're going to be two out of. They're going to be two out of one, two, three, four. Two and three at that point. There will be two. Yeah. It'll be two and three at that point. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Chargers. Um, it's a road game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say win. And then, you, so you say, so they're gonna split with the Bills, or they're gonna, they're gonna. I don't think lose so. again. I think Buffalo. So they're gonna lose. So they're gonna lose to the Bills twice. Yep. Lose to the Chiefs. Yep. Lose to the Patriots. Yep. Lose to the Dolphins. Ah, they gotta win that game. <laughs> so they're gonna split with the Dolphins, or they're gonna win both. Uh, let's give them both wins. Okay. Uh, so I, I so the way you're saying, like halfway through the season, the Jets are gonna win four games already. Okay. A little more than half. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is where the this is where the schedule gets crazy. Right. Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, and then Patriots again. Raiders, they might be. I don't know. The Raiders are a tough team because I think they, they look good, but then it's David Carr and Mario at quarterback. So let's give, let's give the Jets a win there. And Seattle? Loss. Rams? Loss. Browns? Loss. And Pats again? Loss. Damn. That's five wins, right? Woo! Yeah, that's what you said. You were excited when you said five games. Yeah, I don't know how many more <laughs> wins you're gonna get, but I mean, I, but here's the thing: I, I don't think they're gonna get blown out in these games because their defense is good enough. And Sam, to me, he's a legit, you know, quarterback, and he's gonna keep them in games too. But they're just not gonna have enough to win some of these games against really good teams. That's where I'm. I think they're gonna be under. That's all. Okay. I agree with everything you said, other than the fact that they're gonna, the Bills are gonna beat them twice in once in this in the season. I think that I think they're gonna beat the Bills, split with the Bills. I think they could. Um, you said they're gonna lose to the Cardinals. I said they're gonna win. No, did you say do they lose to the Cardinals or they win? Beat the I think beat the Cardinals. Okay, so you said they'll beat the Cardinals. I think they're gonna split with the Patriots. Okay. So, so I think they're gonna split with the Patriots, right? So, so that's, and I think they're going to beat the Raiders. So you got them at so wins, seven, right? seven, seven wins. Okay. Yeah. I'll be optimistic and say the Jets is going to win seven. Um, it's no, it's no, it's going to be no fans in most of the stadiums. So it's no home field advantage really. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give them, I'll, I'll give them seven. I'm going over. And if they get more than that, then that'll be ridiculous. But yeah, I'll, I'll go over and give them seven. Be nice. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> New, New England. Uh, New England, 8.5. I'm going over. Uh, I think Cam Newton's going to come in, or he has come in revitalized. He's going to be, he wants to prove something. He knows I have a big year. I'm going to cash in next year as a free agent, even with the salary cap going down. Um, and Bel- and Belichick is Belichick. The guy is the greatest coach of all time. He'll figure something out. They still got one of one of the, if not the best defense in the league, right? 
Their offense, yeah, it's not great. We know that. But I think Belichick will figure this out and get them more than what? What is it, eight and a half, he said? Yes. Eight and a half? Yeah, I, they're definitely going to they're definitely going to be more than eight and a half uh, easily, easily. I'm going to say at least 10 wins for the Patriots. Oh, my God. So I, I, so, I don't, I don't Char- buy this. Charming, I really you're don't. the guy. Last year, I think, or two years ago, I think it was last year you told me about until they're dead, right? Don't yeah. count them out. And I'm not counting I think, I'm telling you. I, well, I, I think I saw the toe tags. So I think they're dead. Oh, man, they're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> that defense is too good. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, they still right. So, so that same defense you're talking about, that's too good, right? Yeah. They lost both Calvin Noy and Jimmy Collins. Okay. Right? Yep. They lost their, they lost their center that was there last year, Karras, to the, to the um, Dolphins. Um, Demarcus Cannon, one of their better guards, um, um, opted out. Um, Sonny Michel and their both running backs have been injured all offseason. Don't even know what they're going to do. They, their linebacking core, their wide receiver core sounds like this. Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, Gunnar Osowski, and Demer Bird. Do you know any of these guys? No, other than Henry. <laughs> Harry, I mean. He's the only uh, guy uh, I know. Uh, uh, good okay. Life. All right. And, and <laughs> this is, that's what I'm talking about. But they do the this only, every year. Every the year only thing, the on, no, they have never been this depleted. Never. In their whole history, they've never been this depleted. You're talking about they losing their quarterback and losing the, some of their biggest, most talented guys on offensive line, losing some of their best linebackers, losing some of their best defensive linemen. And, and I'm telling you, man, it's the only thing they have going for them is their back end, which is their, um, their, 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 their DB room. Other than that, they got. They really have, have nothing. I'm. I'm sorry. I. I don't think they're gonna like all of a sudden win only five games, but I don't think they're gonna all of a sudden win eight games either. I really don't believe it. I think that's on. I. I'm fully going for under. I think. Wow. I especially with the schedule. Look at the schedule, right? And tell me, right? Let's say they could. They beat the Dolphins first game. Then they gotta go to to play the Seahawks, Raiders. Chiefs, Broncos, 49ers, and the Bills. Back to back to back to back. That team, I, they might eke out one win out of there, probably beating the Broncos or beating, beating the Raiders. But these teams are cut above them in talent and coaching. Teams, I wouldn't say insane. You could say players, <laughs> roster, yes. But not coaching, man. You're disrespecting no, I am listen. He'll listen. figure something out, I'm telling you. We've seen I, it. We've we've like, oh, there's no way they're winning. You 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 want you want you with that energy, you're just calling the zombies. So don't do it, man. I, I, I think they're dead. I think I think they're gonna win mm. seven games this year. That's wow. all I'm saying. Okay. And I was gonna say the same thing. I agree with Sean again. Wow, seven seven wins and I'm going under. Okay. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, nine. This is easy. It's over. Obviously, if you're going under with the Patriots, it's got to be over. So, to me, it's over. Yep. Easy. Yeah, it's over for me, too. They're they definitely going to win nine or more games, man. They, 
they have they have the most continuity in the AFC East. They bring everybody back, plus they add more weapons with the kid, the Moss that they drafted, and with uh, Diggs that they brought in as a number one wide receiver. And I think, and I would think that their quarterback is going to be a little better than he was last year, right? I mean, he doesn't have to. Again, the way they play football, they don't. He doesn't have to take over the whole NFL. All he has to do be a little bit more efficient. And that team could beat a lot of teams. So, yeah, no, um, yeah I'm, I agree. They're gonna be they're gonna be nine or over wins, definitely. They should have ten wins. Um, it's no excuse. Uh, you got Stephon Diggs, number one receiver. So it's no excuses for Josh Allen this year. So I will go over, unless if he proves me wrong. Um, let's go with the AFC North. We got the Cincinnati Bengals, five point five. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to go under. I don't think they're ready to win. Um, they're starting their rebuild as well. Um, you know, A.J. Green's going to get hurt, so can't count on him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to laugh. Yeah, no, I, I don't mean to It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I got to go under. I, I can't see them winning more than five. How many games they won last year? Two, right? Hmm. They beat us, and I think they won one of the games. Exactly. I think, it, I think it's, it's only two, two games. Yeah. It was us so, and the Browns. So, so, yeah, if they win two more games because they're a little bit more talented, even three more, you know, I, I, think, I, think, I think winning four games, you said 5.5? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah I, 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 I go under. Yeah, I'm definitely going under. No, no question. No question about it. Uh, so now we get interesting. Uh, Cleveland Browns, 8.5. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I went back and forth on this one. I just, uh, I, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to have to go under. I, I just don't trust Baker Mayfield. I know he's got it in him to be better, but we just haven't seen it other than that first year, those few games. Um, it's all on him. He's the... If he's if he's on, they could win ten games because they have one of the most talented teams in the whole league. They have the you know the most talent, easy. But um, I, I'm going to go under. Um, yeah. Um, you said what's what's the what's the um, number? Um, Gavin, eight, eight point eight and a half. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put it to you like this, right? They they have a more disciplined coaching staff. I think I think they have I think their their um def, the their defensive coach is the former defensive back coach for the 49ers um so they come in come in with that kind of defense and and Stavansky is 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 basically uh Sean McVay and and Kyle Shanahan they from the same kind of coach tree um so they're definitely going to be better and more efficient on offense so I think you're going to see a little bit more show of that talent and they're going to be a little bit more of a scary team to deal with. So I think they win under, but slightly, I think they're going to win like eight games. Yeah. They're not going over eight games. They're not going over eight games. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight wins is about right for me. Um, Unless Baker Mayfield proves me wrong once again, then there it goes. So I'm going to be nice and say eight. In, but I'm still going under. Um, so Pittsburgh Steelers nine. Uh, I think they're going to go over. 
I'm, I'm going to, I'm betting on, this is the only thing I'm betting on that, that uh, Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy the whole season. If he stays healthy the whole season, they could definitely win more than nine games. I mean, they won what, eight games or seven games last year with garbage or garbage as Davin would say at quarterback. <laughs> um, they got one of the best defenses in the league. They still got a, a pretty potent offense and you, you add a legit quarterback like Ben, future Hall of Famer, all that. Um, I, I definitely see them going over nine if he stays healthy. So I'm going to go over. Uh, what's the number again, Evan? Sorry. Nine. Oh, man. Yeah, they were over that. That team is dangerous, man. Um, uh, I mean, what, what else could you talk about, man? They, I mean, do you guys think um, Big Ben is going to come back? With a fury or not? I think uh, so. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. If, if he, he got, if he got he hiccups to me. If he doesn't finish the season, then they're not getting over nine because they oh, got nothing shit. behind them. But, <laughs> uh, the last time, the last time the guy was healthy, he threw for over five thousand yards and thirty-nine touchdowns. So right. he could give you at least forty-five hundred and twenty-eight touchdowns, right? Yeah, I think so. He's healthy, sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. With that but, defense behind him, bro, listen, they're going to, they, that's definitely over, in my opinion. Oh, man. Yeah. This is, this is way, this way it goes, and this way it goes to a whole new level. Um, I'm going to say under, and I'm going to give him eight wins. Oh, man. This will be Ben Roethlisberger last season. Ooh. Don't ask me why. So and, think he's get hurt, or you just think he's going to be garbage? I think it's just – he's not going to be garbage. He's going to put the numbers up, but it's just it's just going to be some. it's just going to be the, the team – it's just going to be the last maybe few games, and they're not going to basically get him to the playoffs. And I'm sorry, this will be this will be his last season. I think he's going to give it up after this. I know he's been talking about retirement the last two years, and he's been playing, but I think this is it. Okay. When once Davin said something like that's it, they, that's the nail in your coffin. Somebody's yeah. almost yeah. never wrong. And the crazy Somebody's thing was, never wrong. <laughs> the crazy thing was we was texting about the Leonard Fournette, and I and I said the Bucks need to sign him, and that's what the fuck happened. That's so <laughs> weird to me, man. I need to so, I need to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got the Baltimore Ravens eleven point five. I think they're gonna be just under that point five. I, 10 or 11 wins is what I would guess. Um, I'm not saying they're not going to be as good as last year. So I'm not saying that at all. I just think with Pittsburgh winning a couple of more games, that's going to bring them down a little bit because they're going to, maybe they'll split with them this year. You know, um, I just, I'm going to go 11 sounds good. So 11 and a half. So I'll have to go under. Yeah, I, I think I'm a, I agree with you. 11, 11 wins is where I'm at with them, too, because they play in a, in, in a pretty tough division. So, yep. other than Cincinnati, yeah, they, they, I think they're going to, they're going to, um, yeah, that, yeah, I'm at 11. <laughs> ah, yeah, this, yeah, this is my wife's team. So, um, I'm definitely going to say under, and um, 11 wins is, is about right. Um, maybe, maybe, 
between first and second seed. Um, I'll, I'll give the Ravens that much credit. You know, shout out to Lamar Jackson. Uh, maybe we'll see a little bit more out of them, out of him. You know, um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, I'll give him eleven. But I'll go under with y'all as well. Uh, let's move on. AFC South. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars in the division. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Bills, Bills for the East, and Ravens for the and and the Baltimore Ravens will win the AFC AFC North. I'm I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go all in with Pittsburgh. So I'm gonna say Pittsburgh. So who so who for the East? Oh, the East. Didn't we make we made our picks? Oh, all Buffalo. I nah, think. we ain't. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't no, I don't think. I think we all took Buffalo pick. because you guys oh. you guys had. New England going under, so I mean, unless you got, yeah, I don't doubt it, but um, <laughs> yeah, the, the East, I think we all got Buffalo. So this one, I'm picking Pittsburgh. You got Baltimore, Charming. Yes. You got Baltimore too, or yeah, I got Baltimore too. I mean, I got Baltimore. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So all right, so now we back on track. AFC South, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I don't know what the hell they thinking. Uh, four point five wins. I think uh, you're gonna have to go under. I just think they're gonna have to be one of those really bad teams this year. They're getting rid of everybody. They're looking towards, like you said, tanking and looking forward to next year's draft. So I'm gonna go under. I know it's a low number, but they're gonna go under. Sean, go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, 4.5. I know it's all good, man. A little lost uh, in the sauce, man. Go right ahead. Um, which team are we talking about? I have a... Jaguars. Have unfortunate, yeah, I'm under. Under. Unfortunately, under. Sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give them, I'll give them one win. That's the way they're looking. I'll give them one win. I don't know who, but I'll give them yeah, one win. I don't win. know either. Be nice. Um... So, so things get interesting. Houston Texans, 7.5. You know what? As much as, as, much as I love uh, Deshaun Watson, I think I'm going to go under. Um, I just think they lost a lot this year, losing Hopkins. Um, and you've got two other teams that are going to be the top teams in that division, and I don't think they're one of them. So they're going to be just under 7.5. They might be just at seven, but uh, I'm going to put them at seven wins, so I'm going to go under. All right. All right, well, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm, I'm going to go with under. I, I'm going to give them six or five wins, um, and that's just the way how it is. So, yeah, um, let's move along. Uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, eight, 8.5, Chris. Um, I think they're going to go over. You know, it's not going to be much over because it's them and India going to be fighting it out. But um, I'm I'm going to go over because I think with with Derrick Henry, I mean that guy's unstoppable. Um, I don't trust uh, what's his name Tannehill that much, but I think if 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 Henry could do most of the take over most of the load on that, I think yeah. they'll be fine. So I'm, I'm going to go over eight and a half. I think they can win nine, ten games. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them nine wins. I'll, I'll go a little bit over, not yeah. too much, but yeah, I'll give them nine wins. In the Indianapolis Colts, uh, nine nine wins. Uh, 
Man, that's right there. I, I, I'm gonna tough, go, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna bet on Rivers having a good year. Ooh, um, gamble. So yeah, I'm gonna gamble a little bit. I'll say over. Um, I just think uh, he's gonna bounce back after last year. He was really bad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna agree with you, and I'm gonna tell you the Colts are gonna win that division. Um, this will be filler. This will be a gamble year for Philip Rivers. Um, if Philip Rivers do good, then maybe he'll sign there for one more year. But other than that, I, I, I could see him bouncing back and having a great season with the Colts. So yep. I'm going to go over and I'll give him about 10 wins. So we got the AFC West and we got the Denver Broncos, 7.5. Hmm, that's a tough one. That's they, I think they're going to be a pretty good team this year. Um you know what? I'm going to go over. I'm going to say about eight wins. Uh, I think they're going to be better, but it comes, you know, comes back to the quarterback, Drew Locke. He's got the weapon, so he's got no excuses. The line's not so good, but um, I- I'm going to go over. You know what? I-, I think I'm going to go over as well. I'm going to give them eight wins. <laughs> they they on the right they on the right track of being of going of being back to being a playoff team. Yep. So if they get nine wins, I, I, I won't be surprised, but I'm going to go with eight. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, 7.5. Oof. Uh, I'm going to go under just for the fact that, you know, when we were talking about the Jet schedule and they're playing them, I just don't trust um, Carr and then Mariota's backup. I think it's going to be a big mess back and forth maybe. You know, if Carr struggles, they're going to pull the trigger and bring Mariota in. And what mm-hmm. if he struggles and cars back in? Mm-hmm. They're just I, I think it's gonna be that type of season for them. I don't think they're gonna be a settled type of team. Um so they're not gonna go much under that, but I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet under. I think I'll bet under as well. Um I, I if the Raiders don't make um make progress with with the winning season, even though they did last season before the Jets beat them, correct? Yeah. And they, yeah. they, they went on that losing streak. If they don't get past that then I, I could see Mariota actually coming in and trying to save, be the knight in shining armor for, for the Raiders and try yeah. to save them. So, yeah. But I will go under, and I will give them seven wins. Um, this is funny as hell. Uh, the L.A. Chargers, eight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go under. I, I, I think uh, – I don't know. I, I, I don't think Tyrod Tyra Taylor is that bad. But I just don't think he's a starting quarterback. He's a great backup to have. But a whole season with him, and he's probably going to get hurt. He's another one that I don't think plays a whole year. Um, oh, so, I, I mean, and then you're going to have a rookie starting, and he may not be ready to start. So I, I'm, I'm going to go under. I'm definitely going under. <laughs> they lost Derwin James for the season. Uh, that's a tough loss for them. But also uh, – you know, from what's from what's being said, they maybe they should try to uh, give Earl Thomas a shot. You know, um, it's possible. But, yeah, I just think he's got too much baggage now. Oh I yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know if he wants to take a shot with him with the fighting and this and that and right. I don't know. And it's not the first time it's happened. Going back to Seattle, I just think there's too much there, and and his decline in play is 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 another thing. You're bringing in a guy who's not that good anymore. You know, maybe he's middle of the pack safety now. So yeah. 
you know, I, don't I mean, but you know, when you lose somebody like Der- Derwin James, that's either one or second best safety in the league, you know, like it, it doesn't hurt to give it a shot at least. I mean, to maybe Earl Thomas will get it right out there, but you know, if not, then it is what it is. But I'm definitely going under. They not nowhere near winning eight games. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh no, no way. <laughs> and we got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs twelve. Uh, I'm going to go over. They're, they're probably going to have a good season, great season, I should say. Uh, obviously, Super Bowl favorite again. So, uh, Agree. I'm definitely going to go over with them. Yeah, I think I'm going to go over, too. Um, Lord Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I think, I, I think I'm going to go over. I'm going to give them 13. And, you know, when we know the Chiefs is winning that division. So, yeah. we don't need to um, say. Uh, we got, before we get into one more topic, uh, Ian Rappaport just reported the Texans are working hard to, to extend uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, the understanding is likely to be more in line with Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers' deal. That's uh, you know what? That's big for the for for the Texans because I think if they went through a year where they struggled, Watson would probably want one out. You know, getting rid of uh, yes. Hopkins. You know, um, so I, I think that's a big thing for him, uh, for them to try to get him, you know, extended and everything. I, I I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he if they don't come to an agreement and he says, you know what? I just want to be traded. I want to get out of here. But um, I think that's a big move on the Texans' side to, to to bring him in, you know, to to extend him, no doubt. Yes, no, no I agree to that. Um, but when we get more, when we get more into uh, more news on that, we'll we'll let y'all know about it. Um, the last topic is is if we have three, if if let's do running backs, Chris. If if the NFL was to stop right now, which three running backs would would make the Hall of Fame? Uh. I would say Adrian Peterson for sure. Yes. Uh, I think Gore has to, even though, you know, Gore wasn't like the best running back at all mm-hmm. ever, you know, in his career, but he's mm-hmm. been steady. Like, and he's had such a, he's put up awesome numbers and he's going to be, I think top three when it's all said and done uh, mm. rushing yards. So I think he's got to go. Yes. Um, yeah. I think he's got to go in. And then the other one, um, Wow, that's a tough one. That's a, it's really tough because we yeah. really can't think of that. Because you know what? The running back is not, you know, is not, it's, you know, it's more of a passing league now. Right. So we got really good running backs in the league. But, you know, you don't know if Cook is going to last 10 years. You don't know if Mixon, right. uh, Kamara, you know, Kareem Hunt, all these guys, you don't know if they're going to get, uh, you know, 10-year careers like we've seen with, Adrian Peterson and um, and Frank Gore. You know, I don't know if we're going to see that anymore. These guys get beat up, uh, you know, and like after four or five years, they're kind of like, all right, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Who else Who else would you put? Maybe you, maybe you could think of someone. Oh, my God. What about, what about LaShawn McCoy? That's tough. Because he's put up good numbers, too, for his career. Yes, yes, and then he just fell off out the blues. So, but that's tough. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking <sighs> about that, um, and I'm like, wow, you know, like there's some guys that are close <laughs> that you're like, oh, maybe, but I, we just don't, we don't see the, 
the running back lasts a long time anymore. Mm. You know, we don't, we just don't see that anymore. Um, because because the next the next other one would have been what Le'Veon Bell, but Bell hasn't played much. Um, how about how about Marshawn Lynch? Yes, yes. You think he'd get in? Yes. Yeah, he has to. I he mean. I mean, it's it's not because of because he did he put up his numbers with Buffalo, but I think he with Seattle what made him, you know, Seattle's what made him the beast mode, and that's where everybody knew him as an an unstoppable running back. He's not the same right. like how he is now, but he he did he did what he had to do, and I think I think he deserves I think he deserves it. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, Gore is third right now in rushing yards. Peterson is fifth. And, you know, I don't know how much more time they got, so they might be right there. But that's good enough, I think. Those two guys, I think, yes. are blocks. The rest yes. of the guys, like McCoy, he's 22nd in rushing yards. No. Full time. He's, but he's got 11,000. It's not like he doesn't have much. Right, right. right. Marshawn Lynch, he's got 10,000. So those are the borderline guys because we also got to think about it in a different way, too, with running backs. We can't think about – you know, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, totals like that. You know, mm. this is a different league now than it was, you know, 25, 30 years ago. So, um, I mean, I mean, five years from now, if, say, guys like uh, Elliot and Barkley still, you know, doing, doing what they have to do, then right. I can come back to this topic and say yes. Right. Those are if they keep on performing the way how they performing. McCaffrey. <laughs> the numbers and, and Christian up. McCaffrey, correct. The guys are too young. Right, but can Even we for... see McCaffrey uh, lasting eight, nine, ten years? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. And and you know, the crazy thing is that they they workload is crazy. Three yeah. two to two fifty three hundred carries. Mm-hmm. You don't know how long that's going to last, especially for Elliot. Right, Elliot is probably a main concern. Main concern for me, and and it, you know. And and it's like, damn! You do that, plus you you you're getting received, you're getting receiving um, to catches too. Oh my goodness! Like we'll see. Like Elliot's only twenty four, right? He'll be twenty five. Um, he's gonna be twenty. Oh, he is twenty five. He turned twenty five in July, so he's twenty five. So maybe mm-hmm. in two more years, three years, we'll see him. If, right. If he still start- performs the way how he's performing, then. Yeah. I, I can get back to the topic with him, but yeah, like I said, it's not what it used to be. It's not where you know the, the you know your main running back lasted ten years and he was still great. You know, he was still a guy, like you said, two hundred fifty, three hundred carries a game. I don't know how long Elliott's going to be able to do that. I mean, this guy's getting three hundred carries uh, a, a game, three hundred carries for the season. I mean, that's that's crazy. I don't know how many more years he could do that, but. We'll see, you know. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Um, that's it for the podcast. Um, again, um, I just want to say to this is this is this is a long journey. We did this every week for two years. Um, can't believe today is is our two year anniversary. This is this is very special to us. And again, we we love to do this and thank you leave for us listening. some reviews. Yes, and thank you for, for listening. Sure. Leave some, leave us some reviews, some feedbacks. Um, Good and bad. We'll, we'll take the bad too, because we want to know, you know, what's bad about us, so we can improve. You know, we exactly. want to get bad reviews. Yes, and the good and, ones. Uh, 
And, you know, so until until next week, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take flight. Yep, take flight.